0: you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply Department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com The 38th
1: Annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby is happening Memorial Day Weekend at Lake Desmond. Get ready for a fun-filled weekend with a great old sport. The lake is located on I-97 miles north of Buffalo. There are 100 to $2,000 tag fish. A total of over $50,000 in cash and prices, including a Polaris Sportsman 570 Trail ATV, the 38th Annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby, May 28th through the 30th. And thanks again to our great sponsor, Budweiser.
2: At Frackleton's, we like to bring something new to the menu every few months, and it's that time again. So let's talk about one of our new dishes, ravioli, Frackleton style. Cheese ravioli and Frackleton's house-made red wine marinara. Locally made Sackett's pork sausage and topped with shaved Italian Atiago cheese. The best of the best out west, Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood.
3: Sheridan County School District 2 needs motivated individuals as seasonal ground workers through the summer. This is a full-time temporary position that offers 8 hours a day, Mondays through Fridays, at the hourly wage of $12.50 and a thousand sign-on bonus. Must be 17 years of age or older, have a valid driver's license, and be able to work independently with lawn mowing equipment. For other qualifications and to apply, contact the district office at 774-7405, extension 5208. As
1: a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Graham, General Manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations, partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sharon and Johnson County, or market your business worldwide. Through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, sharedmedia.com and SheridanWyoming.com, let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today, 672 672- or email sales at and let us go to work for you. This is Public Pulse,
4: your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse... Floyd Whitey.
5: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse, brought to you by Elias and Financial. Now, Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns serves the community by bringing people together to build homes, building community, and replenishing hope, a very important word. And joining me this morning is the director of Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns, Christine Dietrich and Resource Development Coordinator, Nikki Bennett. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Now, uh, Nikki, welcome to the show. You are uh, new to the organization, correct?
3: Yes, yes I am. Uh,
5: How long have you been over there?
6: I have been with Habitat for about a month now.
5: And what inspired you to go work for Habitat?
6: I've always uh, appreciated their mission, and when an opportunity arose for me to be a part of it, I jumped at it.
5: What are your duties over there?
6: I do uh, marketing and fundraising, events, anything else that I'm needed for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: uh, Jack of all trades a That's little bit. That's right. So uh, are you like running Facebook, that kind of thing, doing their media type stuff? Yes. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, and how do you like it?
6: Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah? <laughs> it's been great.
5: What's the, What's been the highlight for you so far?
6: Oh, getting to know people been a, a great opportunity to get to know people in the community and kind of um, definitely getting my feet wet with like yeah. that. So, yeah.
5: Uh, have you had any challenges as of yet that uh, you feel you really had to work to overcome, or has it been uh, been pretty much just kind of getting to know everyone so far?
3: Just getting to know everyone. It's been pretty much smooth sailing so far. Yeah. In Homewood. <laughs>
5: There's always something <laughs> coming down the pipe, right? There? Now, uh, Christine, how have you been?
3: Good.
7: Thank you for asking. <laughs>
5: Good. Uh, now, the last time you and I spoke, there was, we were talking about this big housing crisis here. Yes. They were, were they completed with that survey, or were they still taking it the last time you and I? The
7: housing study has been released,
5: yes. It had been released yes. by that mm-hmm. point. And uh, now, just out of curiosity, what did you think about the housing study? I know you probably looked at that thing with a fine-tooth comb. What, what are your thoughts?
7: I'm I'm still looking at it with a fine-tooth comb all of the time, so yeah. definitely very hands-on with that. The housing study had a lot of great information, um, and so the consultants did a good job there. Uh, it, it also really highlighted the actual crisis that we're seeing. I think we, we'd always been talking about how we do have a housing crisis here, um, but not necessarily the up-to-date numbers to back that up or numbers that were specific to Sheridan County, and the housing study really encapsulated the need specifically here in sheridan county so that information has been really great to leverage our ask of the community to highlight how important it is the work that we do uh, and the work that we all need to be doing collectively to address it
5: yeah Uh, christine i i have a bit of a theory and now i'm sure there's real estate agents out there who are going to tell me that i am really incorrect on this but uh it's like i said it's just a theory what do you think about those those apps that uh, people can—they're like real estate apps—but these companies are going around buying a bunch of homes, and uh, the the prices go up pretty quick, and the sales are done very fast. Uh, I had a friend over in Florida; he was checking the market every single morning, mm-hmm. and and he said as soon, as soon as he got up, a house was sold in in five minutes. He couldn't—he didn't even have time to bid. Do you think that has anything to do with the price increase? Of of houses throughout Sheridan County.
7: I think it absolutely is a part of that definitely. It's it's a factor. There are a lot of properties that are being bought by investors uh, whether they're local or whether they're not Um, and just from what I'm hearing around town in a lot of cases those investors are not local to Sheridan and so that is driving the market up and driving the the price up. Yeah
5: Yeah, see so you got to stick with local real estate agents uh, as opposed to selling your home to one of these big companies with those apps. Um, I just, I, it, like I said, it's just a theory, and I'm sure there's a real estate agent out there shaking their head at me right now saying, you know what, he is so wrong. But uh, what what challenges are you seeing currently as we look at this market? And and when I say you, I mean you specifically, Habitat. What challenges are you guys facing?
7: There are several challenges that we, we are facing and, and continue to face. Uh, there are still supply issues. Uh, there certainly is. Uh, a really high market right now, so land prices are a factor in that. Inventory of land is hard to find, um, and the price, of course, as a nonprofit competing on the private market along with everybody else, puts yeah. us directly at a disadvantage in those opportunities to purchase land. We we always have our ear out and our eyes open for land purchase opportunities, and we have the capital to purchase. It's just really tough right now to find something that we can afford to purchase the same as anyone else. Uh, some of the other challenges that we're facing is is still continuing to face a little bit of nimbyism. We have capital to purchase lots, like I just stated, however, there have been some instances where we have been limited in the amount of lots that we can purchase because there's been a concern about the quality of homes that we would be building in that neighborhood. And so we have not been able to purchase lots because because of that. So. That's a challenge that we're facing. Uh, and, and we're just facing some challenges even at a local level as far as trying to get some uh, permitting to build. That's been a challenge as well that we're trying to overcome right now. Uh, without a permit, you can't build. So we're kind of stalled right now in some of our, our builds just trying to work through some issues
5: there. Now, when when you talked about the challenge of actually building the home in an area mm-hmm. and people are concerned about the quality of the house. Yes. Um, I want to elaborate on that a little bit. Are are you thinking like, and I'm just trying to elaborate, I'm just trying to basically figure this out. Yeah. I see a lot. I want to purchase it and I want to build a Habitat for Humanity, but then people in that area said, nope, I don't want this to happen Mm -hmm. because I'm afraid a Habitat for Humanity house is going to go up in my neighborhood. Yes. You're shaking your head yes. Yes that's the kind of challenge you're facing right now
7: we are seeing that right now yes And, and i think part of it just stems from um just that stigma of what affordable housing looks like and there is a stigma and there are folks who do build um affordable homes that that match up with that stigma but habitat for humanity is completely different. It is very, very important to us to fit in with the neighborhood and to build according to the, the culture and the community and what the community wants to see. Community buy-in is very important to us, and so we have opened up for public comment on some of our builds to the community and to the neighbors, asking them, what do you want to see? We're going to be building right next to you. What is important to you? Um, we abide by all HOAs and covenants and and build to community standards, and and in the, our current subdivision of Poplar Grove, if you were to drive through that neighborhood and see how we've transitioned from um, rising above that stigma and changing the way that we build, you can't tell our houses apart from the other houses in, in the neighborhood. and so we're just trying to make that really clear. It's going to be an ongoing educational component to what we do is just being really transparent to the community about the types of houses that we're building and the quality of houses that we're building and the standards that we hold ourselves to um, above even what, what uh, city standards and requirements are. It's important to us to build green and energy efficient. Um, we completed our first solar install on in the last house that we built. Um these houses are are very nice um homes and and they look nice and they fit in and they blend in and and they fit the needs of the family long into the future so yeah yeah we're we're very proud of the types of houses that we build and, and like you the, should be yeah and and like I said, we're just trying to be really transparent about that um but that is a difficult thing to overcome is just what people have in their brains about what affordable housing looks like, and that's not what we build.
5: Yeah, and I'm glad that you elaborated a little bit on that because uh, I didn't know that that was a challenge that you faced. I thought that people would be honored to have Habitat for Humanity choose their area.
7: I, I to build a home. My hope is that the more transparent that we are and, and the more houses that we build in the community just really brings that to light and then everyone can kind of see that. We just posted a video on our um, website where we did a video tour of the last house that we built to try to overcome that piece as well. I know that it's hard for people to make time out of their day to drive through the subdivision to actually see what we're building. And so that video was another way that we were trying to overcome that to just show folks hey, this is what we're building right now, and isn't it beautiful? It's a beautiful home.
5: Now, I can access that video. If, I, if listeners out there, uh, they're like, you know what, I, wanted? I want to take that little tour. Mm-hmm. How do I get to that video, Christy?" Uh,
7: our website is sharedinhabitat.org, and that video is right on the home page. So if you just scroll down, that video will start playing.
5: Maybe uh, some folks out there should take a look at that. Get rid of the stigma. Of, of having a Habitat home in your community. I think that would be something uh, that people would be honored to have uh, in their community. Because what a symbol of community. I mean, what a representation of what we're supposed to be, really, in in a house, in a home. Now, uh, how many homes have, do you build in a year?
7: We are averaging three homes a year right now. Man,
5: that is moving, isn't it? I mean, that's that's pretty good.
7: It is pretty good. Facing
5: the challenges that you face.
7: We are actively building, building year-round, doing everything that we can to get ahead of some of these challenges that we've talked about so that we can build more. And it is a goal of ours, looking to the future, looking to this next year even, to build more, to ramp up our production, and to keep meeting the needs of the community.
5: Now, when it comes to the supply issue, something that, uh, I mean – Organizations as large as YDOT all the way down to a private contractor are facing the same thing. How are you overcoming these things?
7: Ooh, That is one of our biggest challenges. Uh, we have a lack of storage right now, so our ideally we would be pre-purchasing inventory, putting in orders way ahead of time. However, without storage right now, we've been really limited and just at the mercy of the market and what's available. Um, we hopefully have something in the works to address that and a solution coming up in the pipeline. Um, but right now we're just doing our best.
5: So you're, you are working a deal to get storage. If someone out there has got a shed or, or something large enough to hold these components and they're like, you know what, I've been looking for a good reason to use that. How do they get a hold of you?
7: Give us a call, 672 More than happy to have a conversation to see if that's a good fit for us.
5: And let's go ahead and, and, and just real quick tell me what you are actually looking for as far as storage. How big a space do I need to have to give you that ring?
7: I would need at least 4,000 square feet. So it's a large thumbprint that. We're
5: that, looking at a warehouse here. Or I'm something looking like at a that. warehouse. Yeah.
7: If we're building three houses a year, possibly more, which is the goal. We're going to need to be pre-purchasing inventory up to six months in advance for those homes. My that's goodness. cabinets, that's flooring, that's framing packages. So, so that's a large space that we need.
5: Now, six months in advance so that yes. you can build this home on time. Yes. Is there a timeline that you have to go by? Uh, like the National Habitat for Humanity says, you know what, you need this many houses a year at this point?
6: There,
7: The only strict guideline is that we need to build at least one house every three years. I'm going to be doing more than that.
5: Oh, that is awesome. Yes. So you are blowing that out of the water.
7: I'm sure trying to.
5: That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic to hear. Now, uh, what are we looking for as far as construction numbers of this year? Are, you, are Are you looking at more than three this year? Or with these challenges, you're like, you know what, I'm only going to be able to get my three, which, by the way, is absolutely impressive compared to national standards.
7: Yes. So what I'm looking at for sure building this next year is four homes. Uh, we are also uh, just pulled the permits for our Ranchester properties, so we've talked about pouring all of the foundations for those eight units this summer.
5: Oh, that has been That is absolutely great. All right. When we return, we're going to talk a little bit about an upcoming opportunity to grab a few of your friends and help bring hope to a family. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. There it is.
8: Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC.
2: Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5.
5: Join Sheridan Community Land Trust and Sheridan Media as we celebrate you at Trail Fest at Kendrick Park, Saturday, June 4th. Starting at 8 a.m., we'll have food trucks, 5K fun run, yoga, a kid's raffle race with prizes, activity booths, and even live music at 2.30. This free, family-friendly event is also where the Dead Sweet bike race starts and finishes. we got all the events in this week's country bounty and online at SheridanCLT.org.
4: Trail Fest, June 4th at Kendrick Park, brought to you in part by ERA Carroll Realty.
1: Look, we all know gas prices are no fun, but we're here to help you with that. This is Dan Popple, mortgage lender with Homestar, and I've got great news. Our Homestar Gas Card Giveaway is back. Three more lucky winners will each get a $100 gas card to farmers' co-op. And with Memorial Day weekend at the end of the month,
0: it's perfect timing.
1: Enter now and every day through May 25th. Winners will be chosen by random draw on May 26th. Go to the Homestar Gas Card Giveaway on the contest page of SheridanMedia.com. Homestar the easiest way home.
3: SSR Construction, a continually growing local company, is currently recruiting positions that may be a perfect fit for you. SSR is currently looking for carpenters, carpenter helpers, and concrete laborers to help them build much-needed housing in the Sheridan community. Good pay and a nice benefit package, including paid holidays, partially paid health insurance, paid vacation, and a retirement plan. SSR Construction will train those willing to learn. Call Bracket SSR Construction today, 672
1: You can listen to this Sheridan Media radio station on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Sheridan Media is live streaming our radio stations. So if you don't have a radio handy or you're out of town, just go to SheridanMedia.com, find the radio station you want to listen to, click on the link, turn up the volume. Each station has current local news, weather, sports, and more. You can take your favorite Sheridan Media radio station wherever you go, on your smartphone, tablet, or your computer, anywhere. SheridanMedia.com.
5: Good morning, and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and with me this morning is the Director of Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns, Christine Dietrich, and Resource Development Coordinator, Nikki Bennett. Now, Habitat for Humanity, the Eastern Bighorns, holds a great event every year that offers women a chance to put on the tool belt, grab a hammer, and lend a much-needed hand the Women's Build of 2020-22, or 2022, I, I, for some that I got a hyphen in the middle there, and I thought, you know what, maybe we were just trying to make up for COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fill that gap. Now, this is just around the corner, though. Uh, uh, when is this happening, and what exactly is the Women's Build?
7: So, Women's Build is a week-long event hosted June 21st through June 25th of this year, It used to be a day-long event, but you brought up the C word there. Uh, So because of COVID, we extended it to a five-day event just to uh, spread out the number of women that we typically held during a day. We used to host 50 women in one day. Wow. And we got work done, but it was a little chaotic. Yeah. Um, When we changed things up due to COVID, we actually realized that worked out better, and we were able to double the number of women that we could host during a week-long event. So we've carried on the tradition. This will be the, um, the second year of doing a week-long event, and it's, it's really exciting. It's one of our uh, fundraisers for the year, um, one of our most fun, I think. So it'll be a good time.
5: And give someone a chance. You know, if they're an office worker or something, and this isn't just for women. This is for men as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So if, if you're an office worker and you're like, you know, I've always kind of wanted to do something like that, learn how to do that. Now, it's not a class. Don't don't go in there thinking that, but you get to contribute to the construction of a home.
7: Yes, yes. No experience is necessary. It is a great opportunity for women especially, hence the name Women Build, to get out of their comfort zone a little bit. Historically, there aren't a lot of women in the construction trade, so those, this gives them an opportunity to be surrounded by other women um, and learn how to be comfortable using tools and be comfortable in maintenance of a home and have a lot of fun while doing it. So this is a lot of fun for that reason, a good learning experience, but also not not a class like, like you said. Um, and it's, it's really fun for businesses to uh, promote team building, um, get out of the office, like you said, for the day and come build with us. And
5: You know, that's, a, that's fantastic, and I'm glad that you touched on that because this is an event. It's not just you going out there. Grab a a bunch of friends and and go go learn and do this and experience this together. Mm -hmm. And I love how you brought up, you know, businesses can do this. This is a great team-building opportunity, and it really is. What a fantastic community service while also learning to do something together as a team. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the cost of putting a team together?
7: There's three different layers to this. So we open it up to individuals. Anyone can gather a group of their friends, a book club, um, a youth group, um, and create a team. And it's free to sign up as a team of individuals, although we do ask that every participant uh, raises $100 each. So that's the challenge to everyone who registers for the event is while the event is free, we challenge you to raise $100 to support our mission of building this home. We also have uh, team event registrations. So employers can register a team of either five people for $500 or 10 employees for $1,000 and then their business can come out to our job site and we recognize them as a sponsor of the event when they register as a team um, and pay the fee for that.
5: What a fantastic event. What is what is our timeline? If, if I were listening to the show right now, what do I need to do and when?
7: Registration is open right now. And we do have a few teams who have already registered, which is awesome. Uh, this event is one of our most popular events, and it does sell out. We, we actually this fills up fast. It does fill up fast. We, we had over 100 women even last year um, that we made accommodations for. So if you're interested in sponsoring a team as a business or putting together a team of individuals, I would do that sooner rather than later it, just so you don't miss out.
5: Now, what type of work am I going to be doing once I get out there?
7: So we have a couple of different builds going on right now. So if there's inclement weather, which can happen, it's Wyoming. We have seen this happen every year. We do have a house that's dried in that we can be inside um, working on painting. We also have another house that we are pouring a foundation for. So if the weather is nice, we're going to be raising walls, framing and raising walls, which is always so much fun and actually a great... Um, day to have women build because we need people to help us raise these
5: walls. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like a a super easy job. Sounds like many hands are required for that kind of thing.
7: Many hands. But that's one of the best parts of building, I think. When we have teams out there raising walls, it's so much fun. And and you get a very good visual of before and after the progress that you've made.
5: Now, you guys do this as well. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you guys do that. You write messages of hope. Mm-hmm. On the foundations, uh basically the bones of the home we uh the' do. two by fours before you put those walls up, so if you 're part of that, mm-hmm. you get to leave a message of hope, yes, in the walls of the home that you're building,
7: yes, I think that is one of the most beautiful pieces of of what we do because the home means so much more to the family when you have strangers and friends and family members writing messages to you, just Surrounding you in the place that you are living and, and making a life that really are just building you up. I think that's just so beautiful, um, and and I love to see all of the different messages that groups and individuals come in and weave on those walls.
5: You're putting love in those walls. You're you are. Putting, you're putting power in there.
7: You are, and that's different than when you're building any other house. Uh, when you're building any other house, you're building it with one, one thing in your mind at the end, and that's a, that's a paycheck. You're, you're getting right, right. Um, something out of that. But in this case, you're, you're building it with meaning. You're building it with intention, and you're building it knowing, it, knowing that you are setting up another family um, just for success in their life.
5: And it's, it's a, it's a, what an amazing practice. You know, I don't think a lot of people can really appreciate that, but there, there's prayers and, and sayings of hope and love within walls. It's, it's, it, it just kind of brings a different meaning if you were to walk through a building knowing that that was on those beams. Now, what type of guidance is available for those who've never held a hammer? I'm going to show up. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. What do, who's going to help me out?
7: So our construction supervisor, Eric Chomaliki, is amazing. And then we do have a few laborers on site as well. And he's a very patient instructor um, and very – it's just – he's a great teacher. He's a great teacher. And we hear nothing but good comments from anyone who joins us on our build. So he will be leading the charge on those days. He is great about having the work lined up and ready. The tool belts will be laid out. The hard hats will be laid out in a line. And he's very organized. Um, it's it's not a problem at all if no one has experience. And at any point in time, if someone was given a task that they weren't comfortable with, then letting them know or letting Eric know that they're not comfortable, we can find an alternative. Safety is huge. Safety is their number one priority, besides having fun.
5: Yeah. So. <laughs> Safety second, right? Fun first.
7: <laughs> Something like that. Something like <laughs> that. Osa might not approve of that. But.
5: <laughs> now, uh, what if you wanted to help, but, uh, you know, maybe you've gotten up there in years and, you know, I can't go out there. I can't be a laborer. Um, um, how, how do I help out?
7: You know, well, one, you'd be surprised at the groups that we've had out there. Hey,
5: Jimmy Carter's still doing it, isn't he?
7: He is, and he's in his 90s. And, and last year we had a group of, of women... The seniors who came out and they were installing insulation right next to me. I, I, they're troopers. Uh, but if you if you really were physically incapacitated or you didn't have the time or you were booked that weekend or you or you just still aren't comfortable, um, if you wanted to help us in our fundraising efforts, we would much appreciate that. And you go to SheridanHabitat.org, our website. Go to the Women Build event page, and you can make a donation right there, or you can mail us in a check to our post office box six one nine six here in Sheridan. Our goal is to raise $10,000, which we know we can do with the help of our event sponsors, our team sponsors, um, individuals who are fundraising, um, and and those who can't make it to the build but want to contribute anyway.
5: Now, Christine, one more time, how do I get signed up? I've got my team set. I'm ready to go. Where do, where do I go sign my name?
7: It's all on the same page, SheridanHabitat.org, on the Women Build event page. You can register there. You can start your own fundraiser online there. So, again, another alternative, if you wanted to expand on just a one-time donation, you can create your own fundraiser online and do a peer-to-peer fundraising campaign without building. Um, So everything's right there, SheridanHabitat.org, on the Women Build event page.
5: Ladies, thank you so much for coming in this morning and talking with me. I greatly appreciate it. Nikki, it was fantastic meeting you. Great
7: to meet you. Thank you.
5: I hope to see you again real soon.
7: Oh, you will.
5: <laughs> All right. When we return, we're going to speak with the Second Chance Cat Rescue. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM.
2: Sheridan. <laughs>
8: Wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
2: What is
9: your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker-Mellinger can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Alicia Cox. Harker-Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan-area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker-Mellinger, 6720785.
1: The 38th Annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby is happening Memorial Day weekend at Lake Desmet. Get ready for a fun-filled weekend with a great old sport. The lake is located on I-97 miles north of Buffalo. There are 100 dollars to $2,000 tag fish. A total of over $50,000 in cash and prices, including a Polaris Sportsman 570 Trail ATV. The 38th Annual Buffalo Lions Club Fishing Derby, May 28th through the 30th. And thanks again to our great sponsor, Budweiser.
2: Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Dr. Colin Hardy and his team at Atlas Chiropractic are here to help. When your spine is out of alignment or subluxated, the nervous system can't function properly. Spinal misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment.
5: This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone.
3: As a mom, wife, and proud Wyomingite, I don't want big government ruining our state. That's why I'm proud of Kurt Meyer, our state treasurer, who's kept his promise to fight for taxpayers, stop waste and abuse, and grow our public investment so the politicians can't claim they need to keep raising taxes and fees. With Kurt Meyer, our financial future is more secure. Go to kurtmeyerwyoming.com to help. I'm Kurt Meyer,
5: and I approve this message. Good morning, and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliasson Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining me for the second part of our show is the executive director of the Second Chance Cat Rescue, Misty Rios. Am I saying that correct? Rios. Rios. And (laughs) Michaela Ward, she's the program director. Good morning, ladies. Good
6: morning.
5: Now, uh, Michaela, you you had some trouble coming down the stairs. I'm sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) you, You hurt your knee in volleyball.
9: I did. Sheridan College volleyball alum did not like to wear knee pads. That was my downfall.
5: <laughs> oh, there you go. That's always rough. I, I've got, I've uh, actually, I've got a couple friends who played uh, volleyball down U Dub. Same thing. Uh, she's, I think she's had two or three knee surgeries.
4: Oh, and I will rough. try to avoid that. Yeah, off. that's that's
5: always rough. Now, uh, ladies, I, I, it's been a while since I had second chance in here, so we're just going to start from scratch. What is Second Chance Cat Rescue.
9: Go ahead, McKenna. All, All right, right. take Number that six. one. Awesome, yeah. So Second Chance uh, Sheridan Cat Rescue, I think it'd be easiest if I start with our mission. So we have a mission to rescue and rehabilitate special needs cats, provide free and low-cost spay neuter services to the local community, and assist people who need help keeping their pets during difficult life situations. So we do a lot of everything. And so we take in cats from the local community, whether that be strays, owner surrenders, adoptions being returned from our previous adopters, as well as transfers from around the state and the region. Um, Because we specialize in special needs cats, we do um, take in a lot of transfers that do have that special needs status. So we can cover things like physical disabilities, chronic medical conditions that might require daily medication, prescription food, uh, and things like that. And we are set up to um, hospitalize and provide general first aid, which is great. Um, And we do a very good job with neonates um, orphan kittens we prefer when they have moms but we don't have a lot of control <laughs> right. over
5: that uh, you spend a lot of a lot of nights with with kittens with oh, newborn babies uh,
3: absolutely yep. we
9: have a fantastic staff we're on a great rotation so nobody has to do too many overnights in a row we we've got a really great team that's really stepped up especially this kitten season because our first two groups were orphan kittens and so we've got a great squad that steps up and takes turns, so nobody is really overburdened with that.
5: Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to go off topic here a little yeah. bit, but uh, I've, I've heard from other shelters, they're kind of seeing the same thing. Lots of puppies, lots of kittens. Uh, they've got a theory, and I, I just want to throw this at you and see if you kind of agree with it. Because so many of the spay and neuter programs had to be put on hold during COVID-19. We're seeing a lot of, you know, puppies, kittens, things like that. Do you think that is the reason why, why we're getting so many in? Uh, or maybe one? Our, our
6: COVID numbers actually were astronomical when it comes to adoptions. So, and then the return of those adoptions was very low. And Michaela awesome. has those stats that she could definitely share. But um, I I feel that it's, Been pretty steady for us, um, and being able to still serve the community um, with those needs. And we were late to the to the game, if you will, for kitten season. So usually it starts the end of February, and we started at the beginning of April with getting kittens in. Um, So I would say that does attribute to you know spay and neuter programs and our community outreach and being able to um, help those and keep that pet population down. Yeah, so, Makila, would you share our stats of just some of yeah, the Yeah, what, uh, what the have we got and, in?
9: Yeah, absolutely. So I think what's really special about Sheridan is that we've got these two animal welfare organizations that do such an outstanding job. So our partners up at the Dog and Cat Shelter, they continued with the Spay Neuter Certificate. So, I mean, I obviously don't have their numbers, but I would venture to guess that they didn't see a huge change in the number of certificates that they were able to hand out. And I know that our program, we were able to do um, actually the most surgeries for our community in organization history during the COVID time. No way. Really? That was pretty special. Um, The the number increased by 40% from 2019 to 2020. And then that was carried into 2021. So... That was super special. And, yeah, we're so grateful for the veterinarian that comes up to uh, Second Chance and takes care of us. That's Dr. Kathy Elgin with M4 Ranch. She is the absolute best. We love her. (laughs) This is not possible without her. So what I would say to answer your question is I would not be surprised if nationally that is the case. That's kind of what's been reported in the national stats gathering agencies is that pretty much everywhere else, like, especially where they have huge volumes of people where naturally they have a larger volume of cats. New York, a lot of metro shelters in Texas where they actually had to go down and lock down, They definitely yeah. saw that reduction. But we were pretty lucky in Sheridan that we didn't have to go into a really hardcore lockdown. So we were able to actually increase our services when the pandemic's financial ramifications were hitting our people too.
5: That is, See, that's amazing. I love to hear that uh you know we went against the grain on that one which uh which uh, i wouldn't have guessed that now now if we look at challenges for the second chance uh what what common ones do you guys face as an organization
6: um Financially, you know, yeah. we, we are based solely on donations, and we um, have a great grant writer here, um, Michaela, um, but we, we are solely based on the community support, and then, you know, getting these grants and um, making sure that we can operationally keep running month to month, um, and again, the pandemic definitely caused people a strain to not be able to support as much, um, and so we... Um, across the nation you know we've we've seen particularly from um, January to now just a decline in being able to um, meet the demands and the needs and so um, there's there's struggles um, for any rescue any shelter out there just to you know meet the basics food um, the care that's necessary we again are are so blessed and and lucky to have our animal care director, uh, Rachel, uh, Christopherson. And then, um, we have Dr. Kathy Elgin. And so we are very unique facility. And so our needs go up even more because we are tending to the special needs. So, um, there's extra costs and extra medications that are needed, um, to deal with a lot of those needs. So I would just say, you know, our, our financial support and getting the community to know who we are. So, um, I've been there eight months now in my role, and just knowing that for 12 years, this has been an organization here in Sheridan, and I don't know if our community truly knows the depth and gravity that we take in um, for the community and across the the states, too. We bring in a lot of intakes where animals that would um, be euthanized um, come to our facility instead, and we take care of them, so...
5: And that's amazing. You know, I, I will admit I learned something today, the special needs aspect of yeah. what, of, of your mission. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought you were just, you know, well, not just, <laughs> but I thought you were taking care of just cats, you know, that we specify in cats. But you also specialize in the special needs cats. So that's an added challenge when you're trying to get animals out the door, yeah. right? Now, how often? Are you getting special needs cats out the door?
9: In terms of length of stay, um, where typically length of stay on the long end would be about a month for a cat that doesn't have a special need. For a special needs cat, it can be one, two, three years. In the wow. case of Susie Q, our ambassador kitty who is paralyzed, she has been with us for six years. And so her, her need is a little more... Um, involved for someone who might want to adopt her. We've got a handful of uh, cats with that type of need with a back injury that caused either total or partial paralysis. She can't go to the bathroom on her own, but otherwise, completely independent cat. It's just if you ever want to travel and you can't take your special needs cat with you, um, that's difficult. So I would say that's probably the biggest challenge to getting a special needs cat out the door is especially around here, folks want to go up to the mountains for the weekend or want to be able to go to Disneyland for a week in the summer and uh, finding a place for your special needs cat to stay which I will say for special needs cats if you want to come check one out to adopt we will board them for you and take care of them while you are gone um, if you adopt from us so if you are interested in maybe adopting a special needs cat we are definitely here to support you through that for the lifetime of the pet and
5: that was going to be another one of my Comments slash questions, uh, something that I didn't know. You will board for uh, individuals who have a special needs uh, cat. Uh, which I I didn't know that either.
6: Not just special needs, but um, anybody going through um, a medical uh, need, um, surgery or rehabilitation, um, those different types of things, we have a sanctuary program. So um, we take in animals, well, cats, excuse me, uh, (laughs) animals, but cats. Yes, we focus on the cats uh, to make sure that those people don't have to give up their their companion, the one that, you know, usually will keep them going in a time of need. Um, Instead of having to relinquish them over to somebody else, we take care of them until they are able to take them back. And so that gives them that healing and sense of hope to get through whatever they might be going through, um, being a need for, um, again, rehabilitation or loss of a home, or um, we have uh, currently, a couple of cats because their owners, um, he's serving active duty right now, and so we've got their cats.
5: So, so you've got uh, a military cat waiting we've around.
6: <laughs> we've got a couple of them, yes.
5: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, my aunt, uncle, who are seniors, or, you know, they're going into a surgery or they're going to have a, a rough time or something. I can't take care of the cat because I've got dogs, and so I know it's not going to be a good fit. I can bring the animal to you and you will board it until they're okay. Yes. See that is amazing. I don't think a lot of people knew that. Mm-hmm. And and these animals are so important to so many people, especially. And I, you know, I've talked I talked to senior centers. Uh, I I of course talked to the shelter. And there's a lot of folks out there who are alone. It's just them and just their cat. Something happens to them, and all of a sudden everyone's throwing their hands up, going, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my aunt or my uncle's cat. I don't know what I'm going to do with this thing. Now I've got a place I can go. I can board them with you. Yes. That is amazing. And I and I love that because these are important to these folks. Now, do you accept donations in the form of litter, food, toys? Do you take that kind of stuff or, or do you have with your special needs? Or is there a special kind of food that we need to do? Is there a special kind of litter that we need to use?
6: Um, One of the places you can go is to our Amazon wish list. Um, On our website, we've got posted different things that are categorized based on toys or food, um, but we absolutely take donations. Um, Not only do we serve our cats within... our sanctuary we serve community cats so um, people that come in and have a need i i can't afford food this month i can't afford litter um, we extend the hand out to them as well and so um, we will take anything in um, and and use it to the best of our abilities for our cats or for other people that have needs for their cats.
5: I think that's great. That's absolutely amazing. Because now, now, folks can foster a cat as well.
9: Oh, absolutely. You don't
5: need to keep this thing forever. But if you want to take it into the house, have a cat around for a little while, someone to talk to, this can happen, right?
9: Absolutely. And so we, we our foster program works in a couple different ways. So first in... A, aspect of our adoption program if someone is like on the fence about taking a cat home they're not sure it's going to do well with their dog or they've never owned a cat before and they're not sure what that might look like we do a foster to adopt trial period where they can take that cat home for a couple weeks longer if they're still on the fence after the end of those two weeks give it a try and then be in contact with us through that whole time we're there to offer support and so if the kitty's having trouble adjusting we can walk them through that And we've had a lot of success with these foster-to-adopt trials, and folks often come back for another kitty, um, (laughs) which is great. That's great for us um, and great for the cats in the home. Cats do best in pairs. Um, But additionally, we're very interested in having folks um, foster in their home, especially mama cats with nursing kittens. Um, Kittens cannot be immunized until they are four weeks old. And so being in the shelter environment can be very risky because you have cats coming in every day with um, zoonotic illnesses. that Yeah,
5: they could be carrying anything. Absolutely.
9: And so these little kittens, they don't have a lot of stores to fall back on if they get sick. And so if we can have them housed safely in someone's home away from all of these potential hazards, that is the ideal situation. So um, folks who want to do that or if they want to foster a special needs kitty – a sanctuary kitty for someone who is going through a difficult life situation, um, our foster program can really work in different ways. We like to co-produce with all of our clients um, in the sense that they get to tell us what their needs are, and we can do our best to mold our program to fit their need.
5: And that is great. The, the options that are available uh, for fostering, I can be a part of that program, and, and I can help house that military kitty mm-hmm. while while they're – their owner or the, one, the, the human that they own is, <laughs> right. I know how cats work. Yeah, I've had a cat for a while. Yep. She was a trash kitty. She loves to sleep in garbage still to this <laughs> day. She loves it. She loves it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I can help with that. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, and what a great service uh, to help foster uh, a sanctuary cat or a mama kitty to help keep her kittens safe. Uh, How many of those do you have available right now? I know some folks out there are going, you know what? I want to help. How do I do that?
9: Absolutely. So total, we have 28 kittens. None of them are ready for adoption yet. Unfortunately, they're getting closer. Um, Of those, we have um, four mamas. That are nursing kittens, and between those four, it's 19 kittens. My
3: goodness.
9: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Most of them orange. Yes. Full house oh going on down there. Most of them orange. There's, there's a
5: busy Tom out there Is somewhere.
9: It? He's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and so we've got tons of kittens, and even if you're fostering a group of kittens that don't have a mom, that's fun too. So we've got lots available if someone wants to give it a try. I know. A lot of folks are maybe on the fence about adopting a kitten, um, but it can be a really fun experience to to raise a group once and then find out if that's something that works for you.
5: Now, I got about one minute left. Sure. What do you want folks to know about uh, the cat rescue?
6: Um, not just only the foster program, but um, we we love volunteers, and we um, invite volunteers to, you know, complete our application and to help join our program in loving on cats and um, helping us just with the day-to-day activities that we have going on. Um, you know, it, it takes a village to make sure that all these cats are taken care of. We have, um, we were running the numbers this morning, and it was 190.
9: As of nine a.m. we have 195 cafe. My early.
5: goodness, my goodness. Well, get down there, put in your volunteer hours. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank, thank you,
9: you for you. having us.
5: All right, you've been listening to public pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share it in.
8: Wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Elias Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Elias Financial online or call 307 672 3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC. The Office Supply Department
0: continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply Department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com.
4: Is it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gems, downtown Sheridan. Online at LegacyDiamondGems.com
1: Are you facing foreclosure or pre-foreclosure and you don't know what to do? Do you want to still be able to walk away with some equity before you lose your property? Well, Renovation is here to help. Well, Renovation will come to your home, evaluate the value, and make your cash offer with minimal bank involvement. You can avoid the foreclosure process Keep your record clean and walk away with some equity. Find out more at wireenovation.com or find them on Facebook.
4: I'm talking with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda.
3: Tommy, hi. Spring fever is in the air and it's time to dust off the cobwebs and get those toys ready for the mountain. Okay, I'm in. After sitting all winter, it's a good idea to change the fluids and make sure that your toys are ready before you head up the mountain. Or maybe you're shopping. Stop in and check out our inventory of Can-Am and Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-side. We'll help you find the one that's right for you.
4: Sheridan Honda, your power sports headquarters. Stop in today.
1: Is it time for a career change? McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan and Buffalo are currently looking to fill shift management positions that pay up to $18 per hour and you can work today and get paid tomorrow. Improve your life with a new career. Benefits include IRA contributions, health insurance, paid vacations, tuition assistance, flexible scheduling, food discounts, and up to $18 per hour. Apply today in person for a shift management career at McDonald's in Sheridan Buffalo.
4: From Jill Bates in the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP, New Stock, 930. K-R-O-V-G.